0: Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for April 3rd through the 9th of 2022. So it's April 1st and I'm posting the April 3rd and April 10th weekly forecast. That's two weeks at the same time because I will be doing the Olokun Rising Ritual. See the details below and I plan to be in Oakland or Tampa near the ocean on April 17th, 14th. These major rituals do take on a life and timing of their own, and I cannot promise to be anywhere near a computer on those days. But I promise to come back and share all the magic in the April 17th forecast. So let's dive into April 3rd through the 9th of 2022, which kicks off on Monday, April 4th, with Mars conjuncting Saturn. Now, remember last week, Venus conjuncted Saturn. This was a big deal. Venus and Mars are a little tag team right now, but Venus moves a little faster, so she's the initiator. So she hits Saturn first to reorganize our values and priorities where our relationships and finances are concerned for the most part. I mean, it's anything we value. It's everything we care about and our kinship with others that needs a reality check and a reset that is underway in Aquarius Which means sovereignty for the individual within the context of our partnerships and communities and the world and all that. Mars getting with Saturn is shifting our choices, right? We shift our values first and then we act on those values, correct? So now we're going to reset something that only happens every two years with Mars and Saturn, but only every 30 and probably more than that to get Mars there at the right perfect time to be with Saturn in Aquarius, specifically. So this is a big deal because Saturn's wrapping it up there and about to move on into Pisces. And now I'm kind of curious. So let's see, when's the last time that Mars conjuncted Saturn in Aquarius? Like I said, they get together every two years. So our sacred masculine, the part of us that negotiates on our own behalf, gets our ideas in the world and holds good boundaries, gets a beautiful upgrade with Saturn every two years. It just depends on what the sign lesson is that it's going through. And in this case, it's Aquarius. So I am very curious when the last time that happened. Well, technically it happened at zero Aquarius march 31st of 2020 so they got together the minute saturn went into aquarius that's powerful and now we're getting our second chance at 22 degrees so that's about two-thirds of the way through but before that last time saturn was in aquarius would have been 1992. so if that year rings any bells i would be curious So any conjunction is an initiation and Mars rules who you are and what you want. While Saturn rules your definition of reality and your physical limits along with your roles and responsibilities, if you are feeling frustrated, you may need to clarify your desires more then take tangible practical steps toward them. Anytime Saturn is involved, it will depend on your personal nature as some thrive on structure and good boundaries while others buck the system and want to do it their way which causes its own types of conflicts in the world, as I'm sure you know. Sometimes this energy manifests as action being restricted and the anger that follows. So you can either be angry and feel restricted, limited, and unable to move, or you can see this energy as an opportunity to define the right choices to take and strategically plan to take them when the universe is more supportive. Deep breath. This energy requires us to slow down and double check the plan. If you proceed consciously your plan has a better chance of success than if you were reckless and impatient giving in to mars impulses you may experience a blockage of some sort whether internal or external you feel this tremendous urge to move forward in your life but seem to find blockages and limitations with every effort that is likely your perception rather than the reality So ask yourself if you feel somehow inadequate to the task at hand or if you are dealing with some personal fears around this issue. Remember that fear is false evidence appearing real. So try to release the fear and reclaim your inner authority to create and lead your own life. If you don't, your outer circumstance only becomes a reflection of your inner belief. You will attract criticism and delays and repel support and protection. Take your grand vision and figure out three small steps you can take, even on this restricted level, that will still take you in the direction of your goal. Mars links up with Saturn every two years or so, so even though it is an initiation, you may be better supported for cultivating, planning, working behind the scenes, doing the detail work and foundational work, often known as the grunt work, that is necessary to support the grand vision when the time comes to fully express it, okay? deep breath. I've talked a lot about this in the Venus Circle because this cycle is ruled by Capricorn, which is when we get responsible and we renew our dedication and commitment to certain things and people and circumstances. We get focused on our resources and our material and personal emotional security, right? If we do this well, y'all, during 22 and 23, 24, 5, and 6 can be amazing. There's such... Powerful energies coming around the corner for renewal, for rebirth, for being in a completely new position to respond in completely new ways. And if we're still dragging or exhausted or messed up in some way over the past two years, we're not going to get all the benefit out of the really positive, fiery energies coming down the pike. So the idea is to stabilize, strategize, organize, get your base foundation and your basic protections in place for yourself, you the individual, and then start thinking about the rest of the world and what you can do to contribute there. But this is very big, y'all. And like I said, Mars and Venus just reset in Aquarius. Saturn's wrapping it up. I have a little extra paragraph here. Saturn in Aquarius is 2020 to 23. Basically, it's a two-and-a-half to three-year process with Saturn moving through a sign. During this time, we will learn about self-sovereignty as well as local and global communities. This is the dawn of the age of Aquarius, when we get to be our individual selves with full conscious awareness that we are an intricate piece of the whole at the same time. Saturn's sojourn through any sign will first dig up the weaknesses and unstable aspects So that it can reorganize with the values and priorities of now. We are literally ending an era when government elite got to run everything. And now humanity is going to shift and learn how to be self-governed and self-contained within each community. Starting with the one that we actually live and function in. Venus and Mars just initiated a new cycle in Aquarius and now they will each ground the new reality, purpose, roles and responsibilities for the sacred feminine and masculine, which is how any of us create anything in the world. Their reset at the only time in 30 years that Saturn is there is a big deal. We can set the tone for the next 30 years in a tangible way with Saturn's help. Last time Mars initiated a new cycle with Saturn in Aquarius was 1992. So like I said above, think about that. Some of you were born then, I get it. But this is your culmination. You're probably close to your Saturn return. That was Monday the 4th. Then Tuesday the 5th, Venus enters Pisces until May 2nd. Now remember I said they're a little tag team. Next week, Mars enters Pisces, but stays for a little longer until May 24th so venus moving through pisces activates the values of healing and wholeness it is the most creative and inspiring for artists or healers activists who care about all life on the planet and for the rest of us perhaps a little of that fairy dust and synchronicities will rub off on us too it is a good energy to reflect on how you will infuse your spring goals with soul and beauty later in the spring the energies are going to get active and fiery So let's use the cool waters of Venus and Pisces to reconnect with our own intuition about what might be worthy of our attention and investment this year. I also cooked up this little list of light and shadow of Venus and Pisces. So enjoy. This sea goddess by Jessica Meredith is just one of my very favorite pictures. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh my God, that Makes me think of Venus in Pisces. So I hope you enjoy that graphic as well. That's in the blog if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it yet. So the list for the light of Venus in Pisces is being mystical, magical, imaginative, and devoted in love. Spiritually anchored with innate self-trust. Okay, This is the part of us that can really tune in to spirit and our intuition. Ability to heal and integrate fragmented relationships. What do we say about making things whole again? Valuing intuition and knowing your connection to source. Dissolving boundaries so greater love can emerge. Maintaining the connection between body and spirit. Acknowledging and honoring the divine or sacred feminine. Being a world service dedicated to global oneness. Ability to easily navigate other dimensions of reality. Okay, so that's available to y'all. This is the time to tune in. This is the womb experience. Venus has now made it through the whole zodiac. Mars has made it all the way through the zodiac and we're resetting a new cycle. And so when we get to Pisces, it's always that incubation of the vision that we're going to birth next, whatever that is. The shadow side of having Venus in Pisces is being overly critical and demanding in love, self-doubt and an inability to deal with confrontation prone to martyrdom, self-sacrifice and manipulation, insufficient boundaries and subsequent confusion, deep breath, being delusional, having blind faith in love or money, excessive anxiety or fear of loss and abandonment, lack of faith or inability to connect to and follow intuition, unreasonable fears or phobias regarding love or money, and an imbalanced and entangled with social fears and collective trauma. Okay. part of that is probably because many of you have probably heard me say that cancer is the empath. Pisces is the intuitive. Scorpio is the psychic. What ends up happening is those are the parts of us that pick up signals. Right. With Scorpio, it's all about the individual. It's survival. It's self-preservation by any means necessary. And we all have it somewhere. Cancer feels it for the family. They pick up on all the family signals, or that part of your chart is where you pick up on all the family dynamics or what went on in childhood that made impressions, but maybe wasn't talked about openly, right? So, Cancer, the empath in us, ends up feeling it most acutely, let's say, for the family. So, Scorpio's the individual, Cancer's the family, Pisces feels it for the world. So this entanglement with social fears and collective trauma is something that we can tap into at this time easier than ever. Boundaries are the key. That's all I can tell you. That's your antidote is to get in your Virgo, which is opposite Pisces, get in your body, check in with your system to see how much it can actually handle of social fears and collective trauma. If you can't handle it, don't put yourself in that position. People get real pissy with me and my boundaries. I don't even care. But I am in self-preservation mode right now. And I know out the gate that my heart cannot handle knowing absolutely every tragedy going on around the world. I just can't handle that. So I don't even let my empath, my psychic or my intuitive go there. I stay in prayer mode. They say, why worry if you're going to pray? And why pray if you're going to worry? Worry becomes this neurotic thing that humans do. I'd rather give it to spirit and let the chips fall where they may most of the time spirit makes it better and is more effective than I can ever be it's deep it's so I try to stay out the way now in my old age I know better now than to challenge that and at this time we are so in a like I said that womb space of incubating the next vision so let's let go of the baggage and the trauma so that it doesn't feed the root of what we're initiating going forward okay so that's Venus moving into Pisces on Tuesday on Thursday when I hope to be on a plane to Oakland, Mercury is going to sextile Saturn. This energy is really good for being able to objectively see what needs to be changed, fixed, or stabilized in your life or environment. One expression of this energy is a tendency toward depression or apathy, but a better expression would be facing what needs to be done and following through on anything that you have already begun. You may feel the need to organize things at home or work, Or perhaps take a class or workshop sort that will help you attain your current goals. Either way, be focused, but not too serious. Balance in all things, right? It's when you focus on the lack and limitation that you feel overwhelmed and sometimes helpless. That's not the point of this energy. It's just time to take any rose-colored glasses off, do some serious thinking, tend to the details, take stock, assess the value of your ideas, and make changes accordingly. Okay, a sextile is an opportunity to gain some traction. Mercury is how we think and communicate. Saturn's our roles and responsibilities like we've been talking about. This is Mercury and Aries. It's all about you and what you're thinking at this moment in conjunction with Saturn and Aquarius, what's going on in the reality of your community and surroundings and environment. Right. So there's some there's a connection right there. Powerful. Friday the 8th, Mercury sextiles Mars. So remember, Saturn and Mars are together. So of course, Mercury is going to hit them back to back. This is a healthy, selfish energy, also known as self-preservation. Do not hold back this week. If you have a big dream or serious goal that you have been working toward, then this is the time that may attract the assistance you need from the universe. This is definitely a quote-unquote work energy. However, it brings with it the caveat that it is best if you work alone on something important to you. No one else is or ever will be as dedicated to your goal as you will be, nor should you expect them to be. You are now connected to the extra energy it takes to push your goals to the next level, bringing you a sense of accomplishment while outlining the next tasks to be done. Opportunities present themselves all the time. All you have to do is be ready. If you are given the opportunity to make a presentation, then go for it. Your clarity, energy, and enthusiasm will be unmatched, and that's what people respond to. Don't choose this time to be shy or doubt that you're ready. You are definitely ready, otherwise you wouldn't be here. One of my favorite sayings is, At the moment of commitment, the universe conspires to assist you. It's time to decide if you are committed and how truly committed you are to your own success. Deep breath. And let me just say, that is Friday when I will be in the thick of the ritual. I'm so excited. I want to be with some people for this, though. I'm happy to go be a solo mermaid. I will do that if I have to. But we're checking flights and hoping that my angels that are my travel agents work this out for me to be in Oakland with Yay Louisa Teesh. So I've included the Aries Energy of the Month post for those who want to dive into that and the link to the Elocoon Rising event, April 8th to the 12th. We're saying that because next week, Jupiter links up with Neptune on April 12th. And this is a huge initiation for Mother Earth. So we are doing prayers for the whole weekend and the whole next week or two, basically, for the waters of the world. And we're inviting all cultures to participate. So we're recommending that you just do anything related to water. Watch some water movies, read some books, learn something, teach something. Go bless the waters. You have to apologize. That's why it's a three-day ritual. We're going to spend the first day apologizing. And begging the water spirits to forgive us for our transgressions. The second day is about praise and gratitude. And we're going to praise the waters, remembering that water is responsive and impressionable. And so the energy that we put into it comes back to us a hundredfold. It's so deep. And the third day is making those powerful oaths and vows to do better going forward with the water specifically. So anything you can do to educate yourself or others, Make that connection to your own emotions. Make that connection to your own energetic flow, creative flow and cash flow, like anything. Liquid, all your liquid metaphors. That's what we want to think about right now. How does that work and when does it go wrong? When it's stagnated, right? So we know that water energy has to flow. We don't want our oceans choking on pollution. We need mother to have a day or two here and there to rest and replenish. You wouldn't expect your actual mother to stay up 24-7, 365 for your whole 21 years of raising you. You would never expect that. Mother needs a break every now and then. And I keep reminding people that one day into COVID, when we stopped the planes, trains, and automobiles, we stopped the ships and the humans for a quick pause, Mother replenished. So we don't even need years. If we could just give her a day, a quarter, that'd be four days a year, Out of 365, you can't take 361 to be a consumer or a capitalist. You know, there's all these are the days that you can make money and function four days a year so that the planet can breathe so that we can ultimately breathe. It's all connected, y'all. So that's why this is such a big deal and why I am going off the grid for those seven days, no matter which ocean I'm in, whether it's the Pacific, the Atlantic or the Gulf of Mexico in between. So I thank you all for being part of my community and for your consciousness and commitment to healing and wholeness of this Pisces season, right? Like I said, Jupiter's only there every 12 years, Neptune's only there every 165. This is a rare time to be alive on earth and conscious and co-creating with the energies. So I thank you, thank you, thank you for being part of that. And I hope you have a fantastic week. Reach out when you need to. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.